When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Friday, March 26th, and you're tuned into the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes, our tribe beat writer. Hoynesy, it's uh, Red Friday, I guess, in uh, in Arizona. The uh, the Indians announcing some roster moves, some some pretty surprising. I'm 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 not going to hold back here. I, I I'm really kind of floored by a couple of these moves, and uh, it, we'll start off with the the biggest one, the one off the top. Uh, Jake Bowers gets the starting first base job. Over Bradley, uh, uh, over Bobby Bradley, uh, I guess it wasn't the most resounding endorsement of Jake Bowers when when Tito comes out and says uh, it was irreversible if we if we don't make this move. Uh, if it, it, he said, given the choice between a reversible and a reversible decision, Jake's done enough. We've got to see him play. I don't know. We've seen plenty of Jake Bowers play. They, you know, the Indians thought so highly of him last year. He, they didn't even let him play in this, during his safety game sprint. And now he beats out a guy that, you know, hit, hit over 300, uh, was close to the team RBI leader in spring training. And, uh, you know, just because he didn't have options. I mean, just because uh, Jake Bowers was out of options. Interesting call. I, I, I can't say I'm surprised by it, Joe, but it's a, it's a head scratcher. Yeah, I guess, uh, you know, when we first started uh, doing podcasts and talking about the roster early on in camp, I think it was it was pretty obvious from the indications that that uh, Bowers was always getting first crack at uh, at the spot that, you know, that they wanted him to sort of take the reins and, and win the job. But boy, I just the way that Bobby, uh, Bobby, Bradley, Bobby Bradley played, how do you deny this kid a spot on the roster? And do you send him to the depth camp and expect to get back that same type of hitter the way he's going right now? Or, or is he just going to wither on the vine when he's there in Columbus? Well, this is a test. You know, baseball is a hard, hard game, Joe. It really is. I mean, you can have great springs and get sent down and, and you, you know, you got to kind of bite your tongue and, and you really get tested in this game. And uh, this is a test for Bobby Bradley and he's been through it before, but he's never been, this proficient in spring training. I've never seen him play like this. He's in great shape. And if he lets this uh, get away from him, you know, that's his fault because he's on the cusp. I think he's, if it's not here, if it's not in Cleveland, it's somewhere else, you know, he's got Jesus Aguilar, you know, example to follow. So, you know, somebody somewhere is going to give this kid a chance to play. 
there are going to be two guys down at that depth camp in Daniel Johnson and Bobby Bradley who have done all they can do in the minor leagues and they have proven everything they can prove. All they're waiting for is basically their shot in the, the majors. And uh, you know, if the Indians struggle through the first couple of months of the season, and if the offense doesn't perform the way that uh, it needs to, in order to support the, the young pitching staff, uh, you got to believe that that both Bobby Bradley and Daniel Johnson will will be up with this club at some point this year. Yeah, I mean, if they struggle, if this is, looks like, you know, uh, uh, a, a rebuilding year, we're going to see a lot of people shuffle through this this uh, you know twenty six man roster, and and Bradley and and uh, and DJ could be among the first guys to to get up here. Uh, another announcement made by Terry Francona as far as guys that did make the roster. Uh, Yu Chang, Oliver Perez, the veteran reliever, and uh, Ben Gamble, uh, the outfielder. Looks like Ben Gamble might be your opening day center fielder. Yeah, I mean, you know, I thought Gamble had a chance. I didn't, but you know, they sent Zimmer down. You know, they sent Mercado down earlier, and the only other choice you have to play center field is converted shortstop Ahmed Rosario. And, you know, he's played like four games in center field. So I, I guess Ben Gamble is the guy. Um, but Joe, I think there's got to be something going on here. Don't you think that they've got to be scanning the, the waiver wire or, or talk and trade? They've got to bring in a center fielder, I, I would think. There's got to be something shaking here. Right. You need somebody who, who can bat right-handed or switch and, and can give you, you know, at least serviceable defense in, in center field. Uh, like we said, I don't think you can run Ben Gamble out there for 150 games or, or however many you're going to give him. And say, he's not an everyday player in center field. You play Ben Gamble every day in center field, you're going to get, you know, 230 with 100 strikeouts, you know, at the minimum. Uh, I don't know. I guess you're right. Something's got to be going on with Rosario. Uh, why would you keep this guy? Why uh, to pay him twenty uh, two million dollars and and have him not be, you know, your, if he's not going to be your shortstop, he's not going to be playing anywhere else. So where's he? How does he figure in for two million dollars a year? Yeah, I mean, then uh, you know, is he gonna? You know, Tito said he's he. You know, he, the plan is to keep him playing there, uh, to keep him running him out to center field, uh, but. It was just, uh, I don't know. It just seems like something is, is afoot here. So we'll, we'll have to keep going. Now, what, what they, did they, they didn't say anything about Harold, Harold Ramirez. Harold Ramirez. They? No, uh, he's, he's still, I guess, on the roster, the, the spring roster and, and still competing for a job in the outfield. I don't know if Harold Ramirez can play center field though. He's, he yeah. projects more as a corner outfielder. So uh, the, your other option is to run Jordan Luplo out there, I guess. Uh, uh, <laughs> He, yeah, they, Luplo, you know, missed Wednesday night with a bad ankle, you know, so, uh, you know, how, how much ground is he going to be able to cover? So, you know, I, it's just, uh, it's really, really interesting to see. It's going to be interesting to see. I don't think this roster is set yet. I think there's going to be some moving parts before opening day. Yeah, I think the, uh, you're right about that. The position players at the very least are, are not set and, and there are a lot of questions still remaining there. But uh, as far as the bullpen and the rotation, now that you've, you pared things down a little bit. Uh, Blake Parker uh, informed that he will not make the club. That was a, another one of the veteran guys that uh, they brought in uh, early and, and, and before camp started. To They signed on minor league deals. 
Uh, Blake Parker told he's not going to make the roster. And uh, Kyle Nelson, the young lefty who had a pretty good camp when he got an opportunity and they saw an uptick in his velocity. Uh, he's a guy who probably figures to be to, to get a shot at some point during the season, maybe. But uh, right now, he's not going to break camp with the club. Yeah, that's a good point, Joe. And uh, yeah, so the bullpen looks 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 set. You know, Perez, like you said, was the last guy picked. He, uh, you know, he beats out uh, the the lefties uh, Nelson and and Anthony Goats. Um, and so the you know he get the veteran guy gets that spot there. And you know the rotation is is interesting to me, Joe. I mean, you you've got what six guys, six yeah six mm-hmm. or, yeah six guys. And you can't drop a starter into the bullpen now, right? If the bullpen is set, so someone, you know. Well, you've also yeah. got you've also got Plutko there, who if you need somebody to start and go a few innings, you can do that. Right, and uh, so you know that. So Allen, McKenzie, and Quantrill, you know, are kind of still in competition for that fourth and fifth spot. And what happens to the loser? I mean, they they all have options. I, I think what you're probably going to see is over these last, you know, what, five games of, of spring training, uh, you, you've got Logan Allen going uh, today against Colorado, but then you might have a, a, a need to put Cal Quantrill out there for a start uh, just, to, just to let him go uh, before he, he, he seems to me to be the one who's going to get optioned. So, you know, Cal Quantrill might get one more start, but that could be one more start. And then the next day they option him and they set their rotation. Yeah, that could, yeah, that sounds, you know, that I think, you know, that, that might be the way they go because, you know, Cal has, uh, I think they love his stuff, but he, he's, he struggled. And, uh, but, but so is McKenzie too. And uh, it'll be interesting to see if McKenzie makes it, how do they bring him along? You know, he's, he, you know, he just made his big league debut last year. He hasn't pitched that many innings in the big leagues. So they're going to have to be uh, careful with him. And, and you've got, you know, the three off days too in the first eight games of the season. So you're only going to use four starters. Right. And, you know, it might just be a situation with, uh, with Quantrill and maybe McKenzie now, uh, you know, we had originally thought uh, that that fifth spot, you could, you could be swapping guys back and forth in there, but maybe they, they just project during, uh, during the season, you let McKenzie stay up for a month, give him a few starts uh, send him down, bring Quantrill in to take his spot. And then, you know, if you can have an opportunity to go back to McKenzie at some point, you can do that, but you don't want to, McKenzie was never going to pitch, you know, 200 innings and give you 30 starts. It just isn't, was never going to happen. The Talk and Tribe opening day virtual event will take place April 5th at noon featuring Indians reporters and columnists from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer. Tickets can be reserved online at Cleveland.com. This year, you can enter to win entry to our VIP experience and get the opportunity to mingle with former Cleveland Indians players. Only 150 tickets are available for the exclusive experience and can be won through our sweepstakes. Register now to win at Cleveland.com slash try. Be sure to join Paul Hoynes, Terry Pluto, Joe Noga and Doug LaMaurice as we get you ready for the home opener at Progressive Field and the rest of the Indians 2021 season. There's never been a better time to register for Indian subtext 
can get all your Cleveland Indians news with updates from Cleveland.com reporters Paul Hoynes and Joe Noga. Get on board now by going to joinsubtext.com slash Cleveland Indians. Our subscriber-based service gives you the latest news, analysis, and more from the Indians. For $3.99 a month, you get everything we're hearing from the team and the first word before things are announced. We text you big breaking news directly to your phone, even before it's up on Cleveland.com. And you can text us directly with your questions and opinions on everything from the team's name to that day's lineup. And it's the only way to get your questions and comments on the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. Why sign up? Hear from one of our subscribers. I'm uh, Jeff Heinerson. I grew up there in Milan, Ohio, but I now live out in Idaho. I've been here for 40 years, and uh, my son was born and raised here, and I got him as a birthday present uh, your subtext. And I wanted to thank Paul for sending him a birthday greeting and to tell you that he is really enjoying the subtext. He even He's not from Ohio, but because he grew up with me, he's hardcore Indian fan. <laughs> so thanks again. Jeff and all of our Indian subtext subscribers agree. There's a lot going on with the Indians, and the best way to keep up is with Indian subtext. Go to joinsubtext.com slash Cleveland Indians, or better yet, text Hoinsey at 216-208-4346. Again, that's 216-208-4346. We look forward to hearing from you on Indian Subtext. All right, we did have a chance uh, to talk to Ben Gamble a little bit ago and really just talk about, uh, you know, how he wound up <laughs> ostensibly the starting center fielder for the <laughs> The Cleveland Indians, after coming to the club on a, a, a minor league contract, uh, non-roster invitee, uh, Ben Gamble uh, just really seems to be one of those kind of guys that that fits Tito's mold uh, along the lines of a Jason Giambi or a Ryan Rayburn, you know, guys like that, that uh, that really sort of uh, fit in well, good clubhouse chemistry guys. And it helps that he can play three different positions. Yeah, definitely. And uh you know, he said the reason he, he signed on with Cleveland, he came to camp with them, was, was Tito. You know, he talked to Tito uh, before uh, spring training opened. Uh, Tito must have said the magic word or convinced him he had a shot here. And, uh, you know, this is a guy that's playing in front of a number, you know, number one pick. Well, I think Mercado was a number one pick, too. Maybe a second-round pick, right, from St. Right. Louis. He's playing in front of a number one pick in Zimmer and a number two pick in uh, Mercado. And – you know, a, a shortstop that was regarded as one of the top uh, international, uh, you know, uh, you know, prospects in baseball about four or five years ago. Right. Yeah. Oscar Mercado, second round pick in, in 2013. Obviously, he's had the transition to, to the outfield and all that. But, uh, you know, Bradley Zimmer, again, uh, a guy who they the Indians kind of have just been waiting on for years. And with these injuries and, and everything, they said they're just going to continue to be patient. And, and that's really what they're, they're demonstrating here by sending him back to the, the depth camp. Yeah. And uh, you know, he's got an option. Um, you know, we saw him, uh, he hit a little bit better this, this spring. I thought uh, uh, Joe, I, I thought I still saw, you know, he had, there was a play against the outfield wall. He didn't make, there was a, you know, remember the play he got hurt on uh, yeah. going down the first baseline and he well, dove in with his hand, he got stepped on and broke his hand. It was a play exactly like that a couple of days ago. And he, you know, he kind of let up and, uh, you know, so I think, you know, this is a guy that's, it's been hurt. He's had some injuries and I think that's on his mind. I, I, I you know, I'm not saying he's, 
I think he's just trying to find a, a you know the happy medium how to play aggressive but not you know that that you know hair on fire kind of style that we saw in in 2017 and 2018. Plain and simple, Bradley Zimmer just needs to put the bat on the ball. If he does that, he's yeah. he's he's going to be all right. But he hasn't done that on a consistent enough basis really since his rookie year. Uh, I think they're they're just sort of waiting for that to come around and. You know, there used to be that old debate about, you know, what kind of hitter is Bradley Zimmer going to be? Is he going to be a power hitter? Is he going to be a, a guy who hits 30 home runs a year? Or is he going to be a guy that puts the ball on the ground and, and tries to beat out infield hits? Uh, really, right now, what we're seeing is a little bit of neither uh, out of Bradley Zimmer. So that's that's where he is right now, I think. He just needs to sort of find himself and figure out, uh, you know, what kind of hitter he's going to be and whether he can put the bat on the ball or not. Uh, we also got a chance to talk to Emmanuel Classe. And uh, I think you really enjoyed that interview, Hoynes. You were fast, just fascinated by a guy who, who's, who's, whose arm has been touched by the Thunderbolt, I guess. So, you know, God came down and, and kissed this man's arm when he was a, a, a young lad. And you were asking him about when he, was, uh, when he was growing up and how old he was when he first threw, uh, you know, 100 miles an hour and, and all that. He's, he's a fascinating, uh, you know, just a physical specimen in the first place. But uh, really, he's he's going to go a long way in determining how good this Indians bullpen can be this year. Yeah, Joe, I, I, it just knocks me out that a guy can throw over 100 miles an hour, like on five straight pitches. And, you know, he was talking about growing up in the Dominican and uh, he grew up in the country in the Dominican. And, and uh, the, the kids, when he was a kid, they used to throw rocks at uh, at coconut at the at the coconut trees trying to knock the coconuts down and he he always he always got the you know he always some guys would hit it hit the coconuts and loosen it up but he's always the guy that brought it to the ground so <laughs> i guess he knew right away that that he had a str- pretty strong arm yeah i guess uh, in in the united states uh, when our kids grow up in the country they grow up to be uh, offensive tackles or linebackers <laughs> uh, i guess in the dominican when you grow up in the in the country you, you grow up to be uh, hundred mile an hour pitchers. Uh, and, and really he said his, he was 14. The first time he ever had his, uh, his, his pitches clocked by a, a radar gun. He said he was thrown in the eighties when he was 14 years old. So yeah. I'd say that's pretty good. Uh, I, I mean, say that's pretty good. Yeah. Everybody plays baseball in the Dominican though. So there, there's, there's gotta be radar scouts all over the place. There's got a radar gun in how are there not radar guns on every street corner i guess is the is the is the question uh great so you know you've got really the bullpen taking shape and and really sort of solidified i guess by today's roster moves and cuts uh you know who's going to be there and 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 all that uh really the the last couple of questions are about the rotation and you know maybe Position-wise, uh, what they're going to do with maybe a, a Harold Ramirez or uh, anything like that in the outfield? Yeah, you know, I think the rotation, we, we know, you know, obviously, you know, the first three guys, uh, Bieber, Savale, and um, Savale and Plesak. Uh, you know, Logan Allen has to earn a spot, I would think. He's got to be in there right now. So he's number four. And then you got McKenzie and, and Quantrill. Um, and, um, you know, and there's no place for him to go unless – because Adam Plutko, you know, regarding the bullpen, Adam Plutko's right. in the pen. Yeah, so he's your, he's, your both, long, he's your long man. Plutko's your long yeah. man. And he's out of options, so you got to keep him, you you would think. And, you know, with Quantrill well, and, and – Well, Tito's already demonstrated that if you're out of options, that's yeah, uh, yeah. pretty much setting a precedent there, I think. Uh, 
Uh, I, I still can't get over that decision, Hoinsey. It's still, it has, it has rocked my world since we, since we started recording and since, you know, three hours ago when we first found out, uh, I, I cannot believe that Bobby Bradley didn't earn a spot on this team overwhelmingly over Jake Bowers. But again, and, you know, Bowers played a lot and he did not to drive in an RBI in, in spring training is, you know, you got to work at that. Uh, to his credit, he does have nine walks. He has, he has as many walks as he does strikeouts, which is a good thing. Hey, the Indians are yeah. used to seeing that at first base anyhow, uh, based on Carlos Santana over the years. But uh, really, if you're not going to get any sort of production out of him in that regard, then, you know, why is he there? It's, uh, it, it's going to be a move that uh, I guess we'll, we'll have a lot of fun writing and talking about it over the, the first couple of months of the season. Uh, and you know, give us plenty of fodder to, to go on there. Uh, yeah, maybe anyway. we'll see a different Jake Bowers. Maybe you know he was feeling the heat of this. Now maybe you know with with the decision made, he'll he'll relax and well, swing at that. Well, but now the heat comes from the floor, right? You've made you've made the team, you made the spot, and now the heat comes from the floor. You're you're if you don't perform, you're going to be gone. Yeah, That's, they've made that obvious. So so who knows? But. Uh, if, if he's not there, it, Bobby Bradley at some point is going to help this club. I, I have a feeling in my bones about it. And just, I hope that the, the Bobby Bradley that they get back from the alternate site when he does finally make his season debut uh, is the same Bobby Bradley that went, that's heading down there after uh, spring training here. All right, Hoinsey, uh, we will wrap it up for today and let you get to the ballpark for the Indians versus the Rockies. Uh, Logan Allen on the mound, Shane Beaver tomorrow, and we're getting – Closer and closer, less than a week now, till the, the games actually count for something. All right, Joe. 